ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਸਚ ਅ ਪਲੇਜ਼ਰ ਟੂ ਹੈਵ ਯੂ ਔਨ ਦ ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ ਟੁਡੇ ਦ ਮਾਈਂਡਸੈਟ ਸੀਰੀਜ਼ ਐਂਡ ਆਈ ਗੈਸ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਗੋਟ ਸਮ ਟਾਈਮ ਟੁਡੇ ਜਸਟ ਟੂ ਐਕਸਪਲੋਰ ਸਰਟਨ ਐਸਪੈਕਟਸ ਆਫ ਯੋਰ ਜਰਨੀ ਮਮ ਅਰਾਊਂਡ ਹੈਲਥ ਵੈਲਨੈਸ ਐਂਡ ਲਿੰਕਿੰਗ ਇਟ ਇਨਟੂ ਯੋਰ ਪਰਚਾਰ ਐਜ਼ ਵੈਲ and um i think one of the things that you wanted to explore was your journey with health mm. over the past few years mm. um so yeah when wherever feels right to start please okay. go ahead and share <laughs> um thank you for having me here as well um i've been <laughs> watching the series on youtube and now that we are here um so I do want to um speak about I think when I was going through um cancer I think not many people um know or um general sangat know that um I'm a cancer survivor um and also other things that I had to go through um while doing prachar and before doing prachar as well <clears throat> so um i got married um in the year 2015 in december and uh 4 months after that i was diagnosed with hodgkin's lymphoma um stage 2b so it's like borderline stage but it's so amazing um it was so it was an asymptomatic finding so there was no symptoms and um Uh, no one could really tell physically that mm. you have a disease and um it just so happened that i have these pimples on my legs and we have been going around for 6 months 8 months trying to figure out what it was and nobody could no doctors swab test and every kind of test they couldn't figure out uh, what it was they could just say that it was a skin infection mm. um <clears throat> until one day i i remember i was working uh, that night and my manager goes like you need to go to the emergency right now you're not coming into work tomorrow you need to figure this out mm. so i go in and they say that just get admitted because there was no um doctors around the next morning a lung specialist comes to see me and he says let's just and let's just get an x-ray done chest x-ray done and i said are you all right i mean the problem is in my leg and mm-hmm. what trying to see my um x-ray for he says let's just you know um get that out of the way so we know it's not an issue but it was through that x-ray that we figured out we saw a shadow behind my breastbone and um and i feel that whatever happened that night leading to that morning was guru sahib signaling that you you have to do this it was that you know intuition that just get it done and sending these uh, not having the right doctor and sending a random lung specialist in you know and um from that x-ray then i had to do a, a ct scan and they confirmed that it is a lump there mm-hmm. and then we had to do a ct scan biopsy which is under the ct scan machine where they go inside they cut you open to get the sample out but that was unsuccessful so i had to go into surgery where they collapse my lungs and um take the pieces out and it was from there then they figured out that it was um cancer and um i remember when the results came and i was sitting in the hospital and this was nearing it was after vasaki and the results came and they said this is what you have <laughs> and i was alone and i was trying to think um to myself okay literally this is what came to my mind how do i respond to this mm-hmm. um normally when something happens we just immediately let emotion take over and we cry we blame and we just throw things and so I was sitting down thinking that how do i respond to this so i could um you know be really upset and blame everyone blame why grew and um ask why why is this happening and you know and not see the light at the end of the tunnel or i could take a deep breath and say okay fine so this is now the challenge now how do we overcome this so my husband came in and i was telling him this and that and he was like okay fine so now let's figure out a way to go through with this and so we 
we looked at all our medical options financially and this is one thing i wanted to share as well financially we were not good he just got a job and um my job was not paying well and we just paid a deficit for our apartment our condominium and um when the uh, doctor said that this is the amount that you know it's going to cost you this much and it was nearing to 100000 uh, ringgit malaysia mm-hmm. so um it's it's a lot for us okay. and um the company that he was working with they covered my whole ins- my whole mm-hmm. payment medical payment mm-hmm. and the funny thing is Three months before I got married, I didn't have any insurance, personal insurance of my own. And he goes like, he says, you need to get an insurance. And I said, what for? But then my dad doesn't have, we don't believe in insurance basically. But what happened was that we, we got that insurance. And that insurance then, of course, they didn't believe because the, it was, we, we have that maturity period of six months to mm-hmm. a year where you shouldn't have any mm-hmm. red flags. And I had that red flag mm-hmm. within four months of me mm-hmm. getting that insurance and they didn't believe that it, it was asymptomatic. They thought that I lied. Okay. Um, so we had to send in a lot of documents, a lot of like approved evidence from the doctors. And eventually, I had a payout from the company. Mm-hmm. So Maharaj, with this dukkha that i was going through they even prepared everything like you know you are going to go through this dukkha but then financially don't worry about it you know sangat wise don't worry about it you need to be strong you have this i give you this and to fight this battle and we didn't have to worry financially as well it was it was all well taken care of now the question was how am i going to prepare myself mentally mm. and um we had So this was after my surgery and my husband goes like hor kise da asra ni asra se vai guru daiya hai na te tumri aas parosa tumra tumra naam riday le tarna gurbani se and um, so we did 12 hours of sukhni sahib job just translate uh, so tumri aas means my hope is on you on vai guru parosa tumra that i have full faith in you tumra naam ride le tarna that i take your naam parmatma's naam vaigru's name within my heart and i remember that and i take the parosa the i have faith on vaigru and i take the asra of vaigru so we did a 12 hours um sukhmani sahib job um at home and um he did most of it because i couldn't sit down and mm-hmm. but if we speak about it he will he will say his part of the story it was because of the job we did that i feel that we could overcome all those challenges those mm-hmm. mental challenges um health wise and all because i had to go through chemotherapy 6 months 12 cycles 6 cycles of chemotherapy so two um sessions each cycle so 12 sessions basically and um it was emotionally very challenging because before we started a chemotherapy it was funny um my doctor he's amazing you know bless him dr vijaya and he goes like i uh, he put a glass of pani in front of me and he asked me is this glass uh, how do you see this glass is it half filled or half empty and i go like it's half filled good <laughs> so you're on the positive side you know mm. and if you said it was half empty then you're looking at the negative side of it that lacking something's lacking and then he looked at my dastar and he says that i know that you're a sikh and you have this discipline that you follow but it is going to be very difficult for you because you're going to lose your case mm. so he said this is just a suggestion for you to cut your case so you don't have to go through that mental torture and i looked at palvinder singh mm. and it was at that moment it was just no there was there's no mm. doubt we didn't have yeah. to think about it mm. you know that we were not going to mm. do anything with this case um so i started my my treatment and he, you see with that whole treatment that I was going through we had to be very conscious of not only our diet you know how they say you have to make sure your diet is is well taken care of but it was also the environment yeah. so 
for us, our environment is is the sangat that that we you know spend our time with, yeah. what we see, what we watch, our family, and all that. And we were very very particular with the kind of sangat that we were with at that point. Okay. And of course, it's 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 a mentality and a human nature that when someone's going through dukkha, we will come and do uh, of souls or masouls, can they? You know, like where you come and you have you sympathize with them, yeah. and um, but sometimes we don't need that yeah. sympathy. Yeah. It was it, or now we say we need that empathy where you understand and not to say oh. Like God didn't do right by you. Like it shouldn't have happened, you know, you know. So all this negative statement where you're already trying your level best to be very positive, you know. So we were very, um, this was something that I could never do where I couldn't say no to anyone. Or we were very um, at that place that we just accept anything and everything. You know what people say. We yeah. can't say no to anything. But it was at that point of my life where I've learned to say no to things that are not going to help me mm-hmm. progress spiritually or physically, me- mentally as well. And um, we even had to say no to our own family members. Like, look, we love you. Mm-hmm. But at this point of our journey, um, it would be best if, you know, we, ha- yeah. we keep some distance between us and um so at that point so you were talking about you know when you're diagnosed with something such as cancer they're telling you to look after what you're putting into your yeah. body but what we put into our body is more than just food it's yeah. it's the emotions it's the thoughts that are coming um and you're saying that you kind of protecting yourself in a way you're being mm. very careful very selective mm. about who to yes. allow into that space yeah but just just as a kind of a question would you say that was just something you were doing once you had the diagnosis or would you say there was a cause and effect there was could that have been something that had led to the cancer how how do you view the cancer that is a very good question benji how i view the cancer is that my whole childhood i've had i've just kept everything inside Mm -hmm. so again like you know just let everything in and just take everything in. Mm-hmm. And of course, that is a, a separate topic, but I did have a traumatic childhood coming from a broken family. And, um, you know, so it was it was just taking all that bojo, all that dukkha in and not having someone or somewhere that I could even just share yeah. and speak out and, you know, let my emotions out to halkakar, you know, like let out of your burden, Hana. And I feel that, Funny thing is, do you know where the tumor was situated? Right on top of my heart. Right. So, you know, when we mm. say this is a burden on, on my heart, mm. you know, mm. like there's this bulge, there's this weight sitting on my heart mm. and physically it just um, manifested there, mm. you know? So when we, this is how we can relate the mind in itself to the physical body. We, Guru Sahib Gurbani always connects the mind to the body and say that these are not separate things it's mm. all one yeah. and how what kind of life or what kind of um, state your mind is it will manifest into this physical body yeah. and um, and I see that way that the fact that all this bulge of that physical world I've just kept it in me into my mind not being able to let it out mm. and now physically manifested into that weight sitting yeah. on my heart and doctors couldn't even do a surgery to take it out. It mm. was that close to my aorta. Mm. So we had no choice but to do a chemotherapy and, you know, yeah. kill all the cells. Yeah. So it was from all of that mm. that it just finally, and we we could say just a bomb, like a blast, you yeah. know, where yeah. it just built up, built up. And and the lump Angie was 10 centimeters in diameters. That oh big gosh. it was. Mm. So... I think that journey, Maharaj, really, you know, we were having this conversation where Maharaj trying to put us in a certain situation because they want to teach us something and for us to gain something out of it. And this was for me a learning um, experience, you know, where I start evaluating how I'm I'm living my life. I was a very negative person before this where I used to sympathize with myself like, oh, no one loves me. I'm the worst person in this world. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so silly. I'm so, all this negativity was built up in my mind until I came into Sangat of certain Gursiks and they would 
they would help me to point out that look right now you're in this negativity you need to come out of it and they help me to come out of it so when i was going through that chemotherapy with all the you know diagnosis and doctors saying where it is ex- uh, situated exactly and i was like wow you know it, it just guru sahib is telling me look all this cause yeah. and effect you know yeah. cause and effect yeah. immediately and with the sankat as well so that's why i was very you know aware that i do not want um addition of all that dukk mm. all that negativity i want it to clear out you know <laughs> like mm. like so we were very conscious of the kind of sangat that um we allow into our house or whoever would come and meet me um he was very strict Mm-hmm. Like if you were to come and do masoos and hai ki ho gaya, we don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to come and do bani, read mm-hmm. bani, you know, even sometimes like when I was going through my treatment, I couldn't even focus on doing my nithanim. Mm-hmm. It was that bad. But the sangat would then help me to not feel guilty that I wasn't mm-hmm. able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I met this gursik couple from... Um, online meeting from us mm. and um they have done sangat of pai rama singh ji and pai rajinder singh ji and this panji was saying that i've had those down moments where i just couldn't do my nitni mm. then we find other ways to connect to gurbani mm. so i had always had gurbani playing in the background or what would happen was that it, this was a very nice gesture so where we used to do sangat and that asthan the old bibbia mata all the old ladies they got together and they said we will do sakuni sab job for you every month so, and all i had to do was so i had to wear this mask i had to not go out you know with uh, immuno um compromised person yeah. and they would they say koi na tu aake baitha or you mm. just lie down here sit down whatever comfortable and just listen to the part mm. so i would just come listen to the part in the corner of the darbar sahib and then go home but that gave me that energy that really uplifted me that this is what we need that positive energy so i was we were very conscious of what we allowed into our our life and what we you know separated ourselves mm-hmm. from that is amazing because how many years ago was this a few years so this was 2016 2016 five years now yeah because yeah. you know we're only coming to understand now scientifically mm. the power of prayer mm. the power of energy and the impact it has on our mindset and and physiology mm. and the fact that you because of your connection to qurbani you already had a sense you already had that faith in actually the prayer is is very powerful in healing yeah and they've done all this research haven't they where they've looked at um they'll get people to to pray in a particular neighborhood where there's a high crime rate and they'll look at the rates of crime as time goes on mm. and it reduces mm. in those areas for the time that those people have been praying there and so like scientifically now we're catching up yeah. with with what gurbani and other mystical traditions True. have said for so long but it's amazing hearing you because for so even when i when you asked that question yeah. to benji i wasn't sure how benji would respond because that's quite a strong question you yeah, know where, where does the cancer come from yeah. you know as in cuz not many people are on board with the mm. idea that they can create or dissolve illness through yeah. what's happening mentally or yes. through their sangat yeah. and yeah. so the fact that you were so kind of already on board with mm. that idea and open to that yeah. is so powerful and it's probably one of the the most powerful things that enabled you to then take Before, on the things yeah. you needed to do to heal mm, true because we can you know when it comes to health mm. it it can take such a long we work with people yeah. and, and you yourself yeah. have yeah. talked openly about your journey with with health who it's we can't get to that get people to that point where they understand that they could have some there could be some reason or cause that's why gurbani says na that dadde dost na de kise dost karma apna jo main kiya so main paya dost na dije abar jana that we can't blame anyone yeah. for what we are going through it's jo make whatever i've done i'm now it's a cause and effect mm, yeah. whatever i've done to myself whatever allow into my body into my yeah. mind i have to pay for for all yeah. that Yeah. So and even further we we hear about Farida right yeah. Farida Bureda Palakar Gosama Nahadai Dehi Rogna Lagi Palle Sakish Pai so there's that direct correlation 
between gussa mm. and rog in your and body, a disease, right? Interesting point was that because of all that trauma, I had so much anger in yeah. me yeah. and so yeah. much trust issue mm. that I couldn't just trust anyone. And I used to be, every little, for example, if someone did something that I had expectation they didn't do it, mm. I would just lash mm. out and get angry. And yeah. it just all built up. Yeah. You know? you, were you aware of this before you were diagnosed or no. did that cause you to delve into yes. what could have? The diagnosis yeah. helped me Amazing. to really delve into how I've been living my oh. life in the past, allowing all this negativity and just building up that, that you know, bomb in me until it just blasted out that mm. that year in 2016 with my diagnosis mm -hmm. and then so it was a lot of reflection yeah. you know how Gurbani says code yeah. uh, reflection every day yeah. and um that was then when I even found my purpose like mm. what I really want to achieve in life you know how we just live our life and like mindless activity mm -hmm. blindly just living yeah. our life and just taking it all in or just throwing it out there not knowing mm -hmm. what you really want to achieve yeah. in your life yeah but that was the point then a lot of things started opening up you can yeah. call like a sense of realization or you know i mean we can even go as far as to call it an awakening right because yeah. mother just telling us you know we're walking around asleep yeah you know we're stuck in our cycles mm. of working and mm. family and the politics mm. and gossip and sometimes, you know, that's the wake-up call, that literally, is, is when is. you have something big happen, it's unexpected. But that's what then leads to that coach that True. you talked about, that search for something bigger. Mm. You know, every day we say, isn't yeah. it? Mm. True. So, you know, when that duk comes, then we look for something bigger. If, yeah. we're, if we're just going through our day and, you know, we, we just kind of get used to a certain level yeah. of even anxiety or stress mm. and it becomes normal. Mm. So... In, in a way, like even though you're talking about something as big as the C word cancer, it's, it was, it's a gift in its, its own gift. way, right? Mm. It is. I would say it is a gift. It is a gift truly that mm. um, because if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be, I would say, of course, Maharaj does everything, Guru mm. Sahib does everything, but I wouldn't be here yeah. right now being able to look back and reflect and help others going through the same journey or went through the same journey, yeah. you know. And um, when I was doing that chemotherapy, I mean, physical pain and all that was was fine. It was, it was on its own um, level, right, with all the drugs and all that. But I think one of the hardest period that I had to go through that six months was losing my case mm -hmm. because in a way it is our identity, you know, and because I was already tying a dastar on my head, but there was no case left on my scalp, I couldn't bring myself to not tying a case given a dastar. So I would tie, I would find different ways, uh, tying a shawl that I'm wearing right now, you know, mm -hmm. wrapping around my head. So I still have that, that identity mm -hmm. um, with me. It was that one day where I was made I washed my cage and, and I was just combing it and it just came out and like this huge amount and I sat there crying. Mm. <sighs> Sorry. It's okay. Take your time, Benji. But the appreciation for Sikhi mm -hmm was so strong at that moment because I was thinking about Gursikhs like by Mati Dasji and by Taru Singhji who wouldn't give up, you know, their case for anything. It could be the greatest gift or yeah. the greatest wealth in the world and they wouldn't give up their case for it. Mm. And so now when people say that when they want to keep Sikhi, they want to, you know, become a seeker, take Amrit Bhagat is an issue for them. Mm -hmm. I guess in a way, when we lose something, yeah. then we have the appreciation for, for that mm. gift. Mm. Yeah. And um, that was that, that realization I had then. And every day from that day on, it was me doing Ardaz at Maharaj, you know, I, I need this back. It was it was not for that beauty. It was not for that. I mean, I practically like, you know how Mona Lisa is without her eyebrows. <laughs> and, 
well, I, I think Indian version of Mona Lisa, but every day was the ardaz that Maharaj, this is your gift. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I want, this is, this is the thing that is keeping me together. Mm-hmm. And every day until now, so now that I'm here, my sister, Alamji, she has seen my kids like growing from when I joined the academy. Mm-hmm. And that day she was uh, massaging my my scalp and like, Mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. sister your case has become so long I say yeah mm-hmm. you know that joy yeah. that yeah. <laughs> so uh, I can't believe from that moment where I was yeah. so down and now I'm here back to where right. it's back long mm-hmm. and and you know it's it's good to yeah. so that that was a difficult point for me but then what then uplifted me that point was that remembering the sakya and the itihas connecting to gurbani yeah. and then sangat so my husband was a really strong support he would say like don't worry about it you know they will come back you know you mm-hmm. need to we we are here for you mm-hmm. all these positive words and some of the sangat that i kept were not even sick it was mm-hmm. like my chinese best friend mm-hmm. and she would be like very simple gestures like coming to my house and like good breed what are you doing you know let's do this together like take me out of that moment you know sometimes yeah. we say in that negativity that we are just sinking into mm. it someone just needs to come and just grab it out mm. grab us out from that drowning so it, it was that yeah. coming out from that yeah. it really so helped some of the things that you've talked about that helped you for anybody out there who's going through their own adversity mm. So you've talked about Sangat and, and where kind of your mind is and, and the things that you can appreciate. What what else would you say, almost like as a toolkit, that were the things that really held you and got you through that time? So the first thing is Gurbani. Even we don't have the strength to read Gurbani on our own, but we could listen. Or like what I went through as Sangat was doing it for mm. me. In a way or another, the asar, the fala, the fruit, you will still get it. Mm-hmm. Because without Gurbani, then how are we going to destroy our karam, right? Second is the sangat. So be very aware. And sometimes we are very afraid to say no mm-hmm. to people. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they might get upset with me. They might think yeah. that I'm rude. But it's not like, it's not about the world. It's about you and, you know, you have to... So these illnesses that we are going through, the world is not going to help us solve it or get rid of it. You have to do it from inside, Hana. And so the sankat that you are with, look, my husband was a very great support and find people who help to uplift mm-hmm. yeah. um, you to come out of it. You know why I say that? One of my own colleague, like I studied with her, she had leukemia. But she couldn't go through the chemotherapy. She gave up halfway because mm-hmm. she just thought that she couldn't do it. Right. And when I see her and I tell my husband, I said, you need to tell me that if I'm about to go down, I say, I cannot do it. And I had those days where I said, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. And he says, no, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, you can, you know, you will be able to do it. Right? It's all in your mind. So someone reminding us, it's all within your mind. Tell mm-hmm. your mind you can do it. So, you know, Another thing that, I mean, going off track, but what I discovered is I started speaking to myself, mm. speaking to my mind. Like, we don't do that anymore, Benji. Mm. Like, it's weird nowadays people say, why are you speaking to yourself or, you know. But mm. Gurbani says that. Yeah. Gurbani mm. speaks to mm. the mind and mm. speaks about the mind. Mm. Guru Amar Daji says, e manameria, mm. right? Oh, my mind, mm. right? And so I would speak to my mind and say, I know you're feeling down. Mm-hmm. I know you're upset. You're sad. But we need to be strong. We can yeah. do it. So even looking at myself in the mirror mm-hmm. and just, so breathing really helped. I'm like, <sighs> I can do it, you know? <laughs> and um, Just going back, yeah. one point was, you know, sometimes we think Sangat is just the people that are around us, but the Sangat are your vichar, are your thoughts yes. as well. Yeah. So that's just as important for those, you know, you, you were blessed in that sense that you had your husband, mm. you had your best friend, but some people might feel alone in the alone. world. And, you know, the biggest, most important sangat 
you know, alongside, you know, Maharaj and Guru Granth Sahib Ji is, is your mind, yes, you know, okay. and we can convince our mind, but we have to have that compassion as well yes. to, to keep working on it. And, yes. you know, everything that Sikhi gives us, you know, the compassion, but the discipline as well mm. is, you know, is and, you know, hearing, and I don't mean this in, in a bad way, but even you, right, yeah, yeah. had those bad days <laughs> yes. where you would struggle. So it's okay to feel that way, but yeah. it's also okay. Like we say, it's okay to not be okay. Mm. And for me, it's it's okay to flip it as well and say yeah. it's okay to not be okay, but it's okay to then, you know, find ways to make yourself okay yes. again, if that makes mm. sense. It does, it yeah. does. You know, and, it does. And Guru says everything's within us, mm. right? So yeah. that voice that is speaking to the mind is the Atma. Is the Atma. And being able to create that separation when you mm. haven't experienced that before is... Yeah. I feel like it's part of the the journey of yeah. Sikhi and and, yeah. and it's not just the discovery. It's, you know, recognizing the panchdora whispering in your yes. ear as well. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. the ones who are telling you you can't do you this can't and you give it. up. And so it's tuning in. And for me, you know, sometimes people say, "How do you know which is which?" And it's you know, one is pure love and one is fear. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if it's fear based, then you know, okay, that's the bunch. You know, yeah. they're trying to bring me down. Yeah. But if it is coming from a place of love and compassion and it feels like truth to you, then you know that's the one I'm going to really tune into, right? Mm, true. And so, so that Sangat, like like you mentioned, Benji, is the physical Sangat, mm. but it's also the Sangat you have with yourself. Yeah. And what you allow into this mind as well. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, things we do around yeah. our daily routine. Yeah. And I, w- I wouldn't keep myself um, unoccupied. Yeah. So, you know, sitting down idly. Of course, when the body is really tired, then I would rest and I watch some TV, mm. some shows, you know, or read some books, whatever I could. But then um, I did tell myself that I want to go back to work. So I eventually did go back to work while okay. going through my chemotherapy mm. um, on the days that I could. So I keep myself occupied. I keep yeah. myself busy with the things that I do, the things that I enjoy doing, yeah. you know. And... Um, Eventually, and so this was the thing, the power of the mind, Hana. My doctor said that the minimum um, set of the sessions that you need to do is six cycles. But if let's say at the end of six cycles, when we do your check, it doesn't work, we need to extend to Mm -hmm. eight. And I told myself, whatever happens, I'm only going to do six, Mm -hmm. not more. So I had to keep telling myself that you're going to make it work. So every day was constantly speaking to myself and, you know, you can do it. And even to the point where, you know, when doctors used to give medication, like, okay, anti-vomiting, anti-nausea, anti-this, anti-that and all that, just to help. I would try my very level best to make that the last resort, not, not you know, resorting sure. to this medication. And, mm. you know, so trying my level best. If I really can't, then I would resort to medication. When I came out of it, Benji... As those six months, I was um, contemplating a lot. Mm. So what my circle of Sangat would be, what I want to allow into my life, how I want to live my life, what my purpose, what do I want to achieve from my life? Even Gurbani says that, I think you would know this, there are three fundamental questions we need to answer when we, when we come into this world. Who am I? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? And where am I going after this? What do I want to achieve? Even Gurbani says that, where have you come from? What are you doing here? And where are you going to Samar? Where are you going to unite, you know, after this? And um, that's when I decided to give up my job, mm. which was not the right decision because we were under a lot of <laughs> financial stress with the house and and I was earning a bit more than him. So me giving up. And he said that the question was, how are you going to survive? Mm-hmm. And this was a time, this was another moment I vividly remember that I just let go. Right. And I said, I don't know. It's very difficult because I come from a place that we need to, I need to have this much money. Mm. I need to have a house, a car, financial stability, you know, all that. I mean, we grew up in that kind of yeah. mindset. And, and I just told him, I said, I don't know. He didn't then question or argue with me because that was the kind of, I was going through that kind of period. But because I let go mm. and my plate practically became empty, that's when I saw Maharaj filling up the plate for me. Right. In the same month that I tended my resignation, and I, I tended my resignation, 
and my company reject it. And the, my manager calls me in and she says that, look, I'm going to give you a manager position where you manage an, a, another branch, your own branch, it will increase your salary. I mean, word was, you know, wordly, we look at it like, wow, it's so enticing, you know, mm. Mm, might consider it. I went back. I just sat down on my, my chair. No. I went back to the man and said, no, this is my, you know, I want to resign. Mm. But in the same month, someone, one of the sanghas sent me the application to Basics Osaki Academy. Wow. And I've never heard about Basics. I've never heard about Pai Jagrat Singh. For the fact that Pai Sab came to Malaysia, we didn't even, even know about it. And I was like, what is this? Mm. But because it just popped up, he said, like, you know what, let me just give it a try. And from then on, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking back. I said, Maharaj, you're really amazing, you know? <laughs> we are not willing to let go because we yeah. think that once we let go, things are going to go here. We yeah. are in yeah. control of everything, yeah. 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 right? And that's it. So we've been taught and conditioned through school, through yes. family that, you know, even in a way, like we say, but it, you know, we take it in the sense that, you know, you know, if you go to school, if you get your education, what whatever you're doing is creating it. And Maharaj talks about don't praise the painting, praise mm, the painter. Painter, yes. And so you need that level of trust to to surrender in in that way. And so a lot of us feel like we want to do that. Mm. Like even me, I'm mm. just saying, you know, we're looking for this car and I just want to surrender and say, Vai Guru, I know, you know, that that car, whatever it is, it's going to come into our life. But it's so difficult because we've been programmed to, to be, you know, do the hard work. And I'm not saying, you know, not don't, do. don't do it. But then there's this let go of the expectation, let go of mm. the outcome and be in trust because, um, I uh, sometimes we talk about Dr. Joe Dispenza and he had this accident where he was on a bike and he he got run over and he was he you know his whole back was broken and one of the things that I remember reading and and hearing from him was he kept repeating to himself the intelligence that made the body can heal the body and it it's that it's that just knowing that I didn't make this body I didn't choose these parents you know I didn't even choose my own name right mm -hmm. but there's this bigger force. And in order to trust it, we have to make a relationship with it. And I always say, you know, when you met your husband or, you know, whoever it is in your life, you didn't trust them straight away. You know, there's very few that will say, you know, I trusted them. I know I was introduced to my husband. I didn't trust him straight away because mm. I didn't know him. Mm. But the more I created a relationship with him, started to talk to him, got to know him, we got to the point where there was trust. Yeah. And it's the same with Maharaj, right? You have to build that personal relationship with Guru, you know, through Gurbani, through Simran, um, through that cord that you mm. talked about, that search within your heart. Mm. Then you can, you know, start to get to that place where you can give up. And I'm guessing in a funny way, you know, facing death kind of helped you to prioritize and to understand that. We forget that death probably is, it's, it's one of the reality that we can't see. Yeah. We just think that, you see, what I'm trying to say is that we are not trying to say that leave your life and, you know, don't enjoy life yeah. at all. I mean, I still enjoy my life. I love traveling. I still mm -hmm. do that, you know. Um, but when we let go, and you know, you mentioned about expectation. I think the reason of us going through dukkha is because of expectations. Oh, yeah. You know, when we have expectation expectations from someone and it doesn't go as we expected, we get angry at that person. Mm, yeah. Like a child is supposed to eat this much food and she doesn't. Yeah. And we go like, you need and yeah. we start worrying. Yeah. So it's expectations, right? But once we let go, and when we say we let go, it doesn't even mean that we don't put in effort because we have to put in effort yeah. as a seeker. But we are no longer in control of the result. Yeah. So that's the expectation part. That if I do this, I must expect this result. The result is in the hands of Paramatma, of Vaheguru. We just do how much we can. How much Guru Sahib wants to give us, when they want to give us, how they want to give us is up to them. And when we are able to live our life in, in the surrender and when we let go, I feel that a lot of things that even we have not thought for ourselves, yeah. all these beautiful things, like right now where I am, it just happens. Mm. Because you now empty your plate and say, Maharaj, whatever you want, you put it in, into my plate. Mm. Mm. And Guru Sahib says, okay, if you allow me to work, you know? Yeah. And 
we, we always talk about how it, we've got to get out of the way yeah. of mm. the grace because it's sharing upon us. Mm. But the mind, manki mat, mm. like it's, it's us that get in the way. And then when we can clear that away, mm. which is really hard, but yeah. I guess duk is what does that. It does. <laughs> That's right. Duk is daru. Yeah. You know, it is, yeah. it is, it literally is the medicine. Yeah. And I don't know, but um, many people might not agree, but when we go through duk, I would say take it as a blessing. Yeah. Because Guru Sap is helping okay. us to see yeah. the path, to see yeah. the light. Mm-hmm. And if we are not going through any form of duk, then either something is wrong or you're, you're living a perfect life. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's, Duk is a knock at the door. Mm. And, you know, we don't always have to wait for the knock at the door. Yeah. So it's not that it's an absolute requirement that yeah, your life should be filled with duk. Dukkha, but no. Uh, and, you know, a lot of your story, uh, and you know, we can talk about it another time, but I yeah. can relate to a lot of it, you mm. know, health issues, leaving my job, mm. surrendering, you know, how much Guru, you know, showed up. And Guru's always there. It's just, you know, being able to see it. But then even after that, Benji, even after I let go, I still had to go through episodes of where Guru Sahib, either it was a reminder that, you know, not everything is in your control. I mean, yeah. you know, all that. I I remember because after the consequences of my chemotherapy was that I was going to be infertile, 80%. And this was, again, something doctor said, well, if you want to preserve your eggs, you can, but again, financially, we're not able to. So we just went on without it. Uh, but I went through two miscarriages. Um, during my time of doing Purjar and so this was very recently like mm. three years ago and then two years ago and um, but the first pregnancy I had it was a sign that I could get pregnant so that miscarriage it was a difficult one but then it was a good sign that I could try again until the second one happened that was more difficult because you see you I had that expectation that it was going to work mm. out and you know And the most difficult part was that I had the miscarriage the same week. I had to do katha on Mata Gangaji, asking for a child from Baba Buddhaji. That was another wake-up call for me because after I came back from that pain, I came back from the hospital, I remember, again, very vividly, I was just, I reached home and the first thing I did was lie down on, the, on, the, on my couch and uh, like helplessly. And my husband goes like, I said, I just need to lie down and do nothing. And I was letting all these thoughts Mm. come into my mind that it's not going to work out. You know, Mm. you're not meant to be. It's not, it's going to, not going to work out. You just leave it and, you know, no hope and all that kind of thing. All these negative things, right? Why is it happening? You know, and so on. And then he comes to me. So so we need that reminder sometimes Mm. when we are not able to remind ourselves and someone from outside, a Sangat comes in or any other source comes in to remind us, then we just need to accept that and allow that voice to come in. And he said that, how long are you going to be like this? And I thought, well, I've never thought about it. (laughs) Maybe, can I do it for a day? (laughs) But what are you going to get out of it? Yeah. Well, again, I never thought about it because we allow that emotion, that that feeling just to take over yeah. us. So we've not thought about how long are you going to stay or what are you going to get out of it, right? And we're not saying you can't feel yeah. um, sad yeah. or upset. No, that we, mm-hmm. it's, these are normal human emotions. We mm-hmm. feel them, right? We, mm-hmm. we have those emotions. But then he says that, okay, so you have, how about accepting it now, you know, right. accepting it, but recognizing that you are going through pain, you're going through that loss, that mm-hmm. separation, but you're aware of that rather than having all these negative emotions that the mind is telling you you're not worth it, you're not good enough, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're not going to be a mom at all, these mm-hmm. kind of thoughts, you know, but realizing that I have gone through that pain, my body needs to heal, yeah. you know, and that soul, maybe looking at that, that the soul, came through me and it was just a journey that it, that soul had to go through yeah. and through me or in a way you know and um so then the question was so I, I set up and I remember I said that there's katha on Saturday and it's on Mataji and Baba Buddhaji and he says it's good mm. you I said I cannot do it I cannot do it mm. but he said you should do it even more because 
the katha that you're going to do is coming from a place of experience right. and that you can feel that same pain and emotion that mataji would have gone through yeah. asking for a child right. and penji that katha was the most difficult katha to do mm. and is the katha that i remember it's so close to my heart cuz no one knew again so we we don't openly speak about this miscarriages or this kind of topic because it's taboo and you know and people i i don't know i don't even understand why right so sangat they don't know what i went through but i was sitting on the stage and i was clenching my fist and trying to control my tears from coming out but of course i couldn't control but it was how then we relate to mataji and what was their state of mind in a way guru sahib is teaching us we ardas kidna karniya how you going to ask from maharaj mm-hmm. and that then inspired me wow. to do what mataji did so then mm-hmm. i went to darbar sahib and i say well mataji thank you for telling me <laughs> i went to darbar sahib and then i did the misse prashad de the gande everything on my own i went to baba buddha ji's asthan i said baba ji you could do anything you're a brahmin you could do anything and everything parosa full faith na and i did all of that all the prashada shakya we had the prashada with the ganda and a year after that when i came back during covid i conceived a rasayan naturally without any you know intervention and for me that is another miracle yeah yeah blessing maharaj has done because i've just gone like maharaj thal mera khaliya to see dena de do nahi dena i'm happy yeah. i'm content and they just gave yeah. like and there's another message in there as well and i normally have this conversation with someone in sangat and they would say you know they went through a lot of hard times in their life and at that time they didn't see it but when they look back now they could see you know all the people that were placed there to help them to help. all the messages that were there and I, i you know i was saying about this car and i love using personal experiences i say now like i used to drive down the road i could see the sky i could see the trees now all i see are cars mm. because that's what's <laughs> in my mind right mm. but when when we're looking for something in our lives if we open our mind out to look for those signs from guru you know we call them synchronicities you will find them but you have to be able again it's about letting go mm. and, and just expanding your awareness you know to 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 look for those things you know maybe that thing isn't for you but mm. behind that is something much more amazing you know like working for basics yeah. as opposed to your <laughs> other job and i had a similar experience you know i i took this job and i knew it wasn't right and i let go and podcast popped up <laughs> straight <laughs> after so you know again you know that it comes back to that sense of trust mm-hmm. as well but you know what you said about ardas and and benji is saying as well you know it's so powerful and just because we don't understand how it works doesn't mean it doesn't it work it doesn't work yeah because it totally it does. does and in any way you do ardas like of course there's one that you do you know in darbar with full protocol but that ardas that comes from within because mm. gurbani says birthi kade na hove mm. jan ki ardas every ardas that we do will never go to waste mm. and if gurbani is saying that so literally any thought any ardas that we do guru sab listens yeah you know but again we have to let go of that expectation yeah, true because there's this story i always tell um i was listening to osho and he was like you know there, there's a guy and he wanted this perfect wife and beautiful and funny but he didn't consider the mother-in-law mm. so you know and that's the thing you know as bachche and and having children of our own we can see you know my daughter might ask for ice cream but if she's got a kung she's got a cough i'm not always going to give it to her so sometimes you know we might say i've been doing ardas for years for a bachcha you know that's a difficult one yeah, right yeah. is if mm. you've been doing that ardas there's there's going to be people who are watching saying i've been doing it but, but it hasn't not, come true for yes. me so what would you say to that again like what benji you are saying right mm. that i've done many ardas that it's not yeah. fulfilled or not yet fulfilled mm. we can do our ardas is back to the same thing we put our effort mm-hmm. we do our ardas but when and how guru sahib wants to give is completely yeah. dependent on them because mm-hmm. like you know when we when we let go that's when we see somehow there's just more blessings coming yeah. in that we might have not have thought for our own life and things much better for us guru sahib the same as well once you do whatever you think that is good for you and you let go that maharaj to see dena de do nahi dena 
ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਵੀ ਚੰਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਇਵਨ ਗੁਰਬਾਣੀ ਸੇਸ ਜੇ ਸੁਖ ਦੇ ਤਾਂ ਤੁਝੇ ਅਰਾਦੀ ਦੁੱਖ ਵੀ ਤੁਝੇ ਧਿਆਈ ਇਨ ਸੁਖ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਦੁੱਖ ਆਈ ਵਿਲ ਸਟਿਲ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰ ਯੂ ਯੂ ਸੀ ਵਿਦ ਅਰਦਾਸ ਇਸ ਇਸ ਨਾਟ ਅ ਡੀਲ ਯੂ نو ਵੀ ਵੀ ਟੈਂਡ ਟੂ ਮੇਕ ਅਰਦਾਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਅ ਡੀਲ ਕਾਈਂਡ ਆਫ ਥਿੰਗ ਲਾਈਕ ਅ ਵਰਲਡਲੀ ਥੇਰ ਯੂ ਟ੍ਰਾਂਜੈਕਸ਼ਨ ਰਾਈਟ ਟ੍ਰਾਂਜੈਕਸ਼ਨ ਯਾ ਥੈਟ ਆਮ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਥਿਸ ਸੋ ਥਿਸ ਮਸ ਕਮ ਆਊਟ ਆਫ ਇਟ and then so what if then it doesn't that transaction doesn't happen yeah. then are we going to break that connection yeah. or are we going to then say that look it's it doesn't work anymore mm. so what works for me mm. might not even work the same way for yeah. you yeah. that's why sikhi is still a personal journey yeah you know so like how i went through my personal journey some might relate to it and some might say no oh but I, it worked for me the other way yeah. you know yeah. so mm. again the it, we always tend to make this mistake where we think that there's only one way for for everything yeah. but sikhi we look at all the pagats mm-hmm. some pagats were king and they became a pagat and some were the lowest caste but they mm-hmm. became a pagat as well yeah, right mm-hmm. so again trying to get that understanding that there's no yeah. one right way yeah. there's many so you know if we're trying to go mm-hmm. to like for example come to slau there's a jungle way there's a highway there's you know the inner way and all that but eventually you reach your destination mm, yeah. same as well yeah yeah wow. i think for me something that struck me was this idea of parosa when mm. you're doing ardas as in parosa not even that what that obviously vaigru is unlimited and anything is possible but also beyond that which is i trust you so much that i i will not even ask in that way that is that transactional way it's that i will ask in that way which is that if this is right for me then please give it you mm-hmm. know it's it's almost it's not even a plea it's almost just yeah. a I surrender trust. yeah you surrender. know it's that kind of a surrender mm-hmm. i've done that so with my husband i was like oh, you know be like oh it'd be nice to marry this kind of husband and then i'm like oh but but why groove then <laughs> if that's right for if me that's right, if yeah. that's going to ultimately yeah. take me closer to nam mm, then yeah. please bless me and, with and that and that's it you is know? we've we've got to zoom out of our of our lives we're significantly insignificant in the scheme of the universe of the cosmos and when we zoom out and you talked about purpose earlier is you know what is our ultimate purpose you know gobin milanki everybody so it's understanding you know at the end of the day what we want to ask for is you know the rest is sir dukha ke dukh right deho naam santokhia uttare man ki we but that becomes a bahana so we all have these desires whether it's for a child whether it's for health or for wealth yeah. and it's okay to start there it's, yeah but eventually and, and that was my experience was it started with I want my health back but it became that that love story it became that journey of love that okay whether my health comes back or not like I have found a jewel I found you know the meaning the purpose of my life and that's irrelevant now and, and when you let go at that level you know all of those things they start to unfold mm. the way they were meant to unfold and it, it's just remembering that and it's difficult if you're not in that mindset yeah mm. because if you've all you've focused on for the last 5 10 20 years is that one thing that you want it's difficult to let go but i guess my kind of understanding is you've been trying that for so long mm. so why not let go just give, give it a go yeah. just let go and see what unfolds from that if you don't have that expectation can you still find contentment mm. if you were going to die tomorrow could could you you know yeah. could you still be okay without that thing and mm. you know for me it's it's just zooming out a little bit when when i get stuck in that and i do often um like the car <laughs> is is can i zoom out enough at, and trust at that level that actually um, the whole world is working for me it's working for me to find my way back to guru and if there's a reason why i haven't got it There's, a, There's reason. a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the simran practically yeah is that practice of letting go over yeah. and over again which yeah. is when the mind brings vichar and thoughts mm. yeah. and you're doing the simran you're consciously choosing to let go of the thought. Yeah. I feel like that's preparation for every single moment yeah. of of your daily yeah. life, isn't it? Yeah. Can I let go of this thought and yeah. allow like the make my plate kali yeah so that the grace comes in or so i can hear vaigru's voice mm, the atma yeah. resounding yeah. Huh? and that connects to what we were saying earlier is yes the duk is there to teach you and it's a valuable gift in that sense but actually at the same time if we can come cultivate the simran the connection to guru 
you know, we get the messages much earlier before mm. the knock even comes. We can see yeah. through the window <laughs> what's coming. But we we have to have that mind that that's clear enough, that's that's pure enough to, mm. to know mm. before it even happens. Then we don't need the knock on the door. We don't need the pain as much. Mm. Um, and, you know, obviously we can't control anything, but it's but, not that the event has changed. You know, something might come into your life like a health issue, yeah. but you won't respond to it in the same way. It won't mm. be such a, a big thing if you're connected yes, in that way. Yes. And so it's like what you're saying, like when you like looking out the window and you can see, okay, this is something coming your way. Mm. So it wouldn't be like a big slap or, you know, yeah. it would be something that you, the way you go through it, that will be more mm. sahaja rather than mm. reacting to it mm. and, you know, um, like a bomb blast. Mm. But it will be more like a, just a pinch, mm. you know, so you feel yeah. it that way as well. Yeah. But all through the mind, if the mind is able to be purified, yeah. then how we see the world, how we see dukkha, mm. Our perspective changes, really, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then that becomes the preparation yeah. for next time. Yeah. So, you know, as you called yourself a cancer survivor, right? Actually, hmm, it. I don't even like the word cancer yeah. survivor because yeah. I know one way I'm going to die is cancer. <laughs> I mean, if not other natural yeah. causes, yeah. but there's one way said. But, sure. but you see, in a way, it's good because it reminds me that, you know, be... Like you mentioned, what if death comes tomorrow? Or what if death comes the next moment? Mm. If we think like this, Benji, yeah. I feel that every moment that we live, every breath we, we take will be so conscious. Mm -hmm. When Gurbani says, mm. that if I knew I have very limited sesame seeds, which is an analogy for breath, mm. yeah. then I'll be very careful of how I spend each breath yeah. with so in a way, then it's a reminder that, you know, we are getting closer. I mean, again, some people will say that, oh, thinking about death is so negative. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's actually reminding us that, hey, you know, our time is limited. Yeah. Use that time wisely yeah. for something that will help you for the next yeah. journey. Yeah. And I think there is that perspective, you know, that, you know, Sikhi's like, oh, it's all about praying, it's all about this, and it's kind of miserable, you know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like very serious kind of thing. <laughs> and it was just, you know, something I was contemplating this morning when I was walking. It was like, but if you don't, it doesn't mean you reject life. And it's the opposite. If you reject, and I'm just talking about me personally, if I'm rejecting, oh, you know, I don't want to be too attached to this. And it's not about the attachment, but again, if we come back to the painting and the painter analogy, you know, if you can't appreciate that painting, you're not going to make a connection with the painter. painter. So it's yes, be in the world, enjoy the world, but just keep that connection. Recognize mm. who is the one who's mm. who's given it to you, and mm. who are you actually? Yeah, yeah, you know, as yeah. as a creator as well yeah. as Jyotsarup, as the light, as the embodiment of Vaiguru. Vaiguru has put you here not to become a renunciate yeah. and hide in the corner. And, that, and that's not the idea of Sikhia anyway, yeah, to renunciate. It. I mean, we must enjoy life, enjoy yeah. what Guru Sahib has given us. Yeah. But yeah. remember, but be in gratitude of the one who has put us here yeah. in the first place. And, and that's interesting because sometimes when people are given a certain time to live mm. with cancer in particular, you know, they'll go out, they'll book holidays yeah. and they'll live their life. They really enjoy it. And the question is obviously financial restraints mm. and responsibilities mm. into mm. account. You know, that's how we our mind, our mindset should be day in, day out. Mm. Like this could be the last day, but in a joyful way, you know, yeah. is if, you know, if there's a, a family um, kind of a family issue, you know, would you be okay if this was your last day? Would would you want to reach yeah. out and say sorry or oh, say I love you? Talking or, about that, Benji, um, there's one thing I started implementing was that if we do have like arguments in the house mm. or we do have some disagreement and so on, we will never go to sleep mm. upset. So either one of us would always apologize before we go to sleep because again, mm. what if we leave this world or what if the next yeah. morning out the person that we're upset with doesn't get up? And yeah. is that how we want to, mm. you know, leave this world or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's so again right. that point, and how that's why okay we do keep them right? sahila every yeah. night because yeah. this might be it, and that's the same yeah. prayer or yeah. the same gurbani we read on True. our death. <laughs> For me, it's about living consciously, mm -hmm. and when you get to do that, then you can enjoy it. because because yeah. you know I know that I've had days where I've not been able to be conscious and I've been just scrolling on social media or I'll be sitting there doing something, spend the whole day doing mm -hmm. something that I I wouldn't choose. Yeah. But with the sikhi, 
you're kind of forced to come into presence in this breath and the next breath. Yeah. And the ne you know, that's a practice yeah. kind of training the mind. And then if you're living consciously, you get to make a choice about yes. what you do. Yeah. Without that choice, you're just swept away by those subconscious, the bunch jawed, mm. all of those forces that have just controlled, been with you for Janam Sana. Mm. So it's, it's a beautiful path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Benji, for, for sharing your story with us. And we've taken loads of gems of wisdom and we really hope that it's useful for mm. people out there. And just remembering, you know, these are our experiences. Yeah. So, Puli Chukma. Thank you so much for having Thank me. You. Thank you. Wai Guruji Ka Khasa. Wai Guruji Ka Khasa.